0: hello and welcome to today's episode today we'll be talking about what we wish we knew before uni
1: yeah so Paris and I are going to share a couple tips of things we wish we knew let's just get into it Woo. I just like to begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of this land in which we're gathering today which where we are is the Gubbi Gubbi and the Kabi Kabi peoples and we pay our respect to their elders past and present and I just want to pay my respects to any Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today.
0: Alrighty let's get into it Emma tell us about your week. Mm, honestly
1: not much has happened just can I think um my uni classes are like fizzling out now or ours are I should yes. say so it's a lot better I don't know if anyone noticed I was super sick in the last episode and that's honestly because I was so burnt <laughs> out oh so, ironic right. yes yeah, literally ironic talking about burnout um but I'm on the uphill climb now getting a lot better so um having more time to do things like go to the beach and stuff so it's good
0: what about you love that love that i'm the same i i on the weekend i went to the beach and it was the best ever like if you i encourage you guys to go to the beach just to replenish your soul it was so therapeutic i was there with my friends under my kookabana we were (laughs) living life it was so fun no but i really think even though we joke around it is so so important to look after yourself on the weekends recharge take time for yourself and look after yourself.
1: Definitely. 100%. I've been doing a lot of recharging recently.
0: Oh, and yes, uni classes have kind of smoothed out now, which is amazing. You have a life again, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it's
1: great. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we might as well just jump straight into Paris's yep. tips, if you're happy with that. Um, yep. All right. Go off, Paris. <laughs> All right.
0: Okay. So the first tip I think I'll touch on is university work is a huge adjustment and don't take too many courses that you eventually can't handle. There's no pressure on you going through the full year, uh, through the full four years of the occupational therapy degree, or if there's any other listeners going through the full course of, um, whatever you're doing. Whatever you're doing. Um, like I can only speak on behalf of my OT degree that I've been doing, but it's pretty intense and anyone who's studying anything anatomy related would relate to this but it's pretty, it's pretty content heavy and you have to be studying mostly every day if you're doing anatomy just to pass. So hats off to everyone who does full time. It's a lot of work and it takes a lot of commitment.
1: Yeah, and I just wanted to touch on that point. Like, if you're doing full-time, it's called full-time for a reason. Like, that's a full-time job yes. that you're doing. It, you're expected to have the full-time hours commitment. Um, if you're doing four subjects, usually they say 10 hours are over is a commitment. That's 40 hours a week. Like, that is not something that you can just do on the side. When you're a full-time student, it's that commitment that you kind of have to Commit to, you know, you have to be able to put in the work to see uh, the results. Yeah,
0: I totally agree with my point there because that touches on my next point, which is to manage your money. And I know this is like a, it's like I'm a parent telling you, like, <laughs> manage your money. But no, as you get into your course, you actually might have to stop working for a bit of time just because the course is so intense, content heavy. I'm not deterring you away from occupational therapy. It's an amazing degree and you get so much out of it in return. However, it does take a lot of commitment. And sometimes you might even just have to do one shift a week just because you've got, uh, you know, assignments, lectures, you've got to catch up on things. And it's, if you fall behind, it's also really hard um, in that aspect.
1: Yeah. And um, with, I think that also kind of, teeters into work-life balance but in terms of you know keeping up with work um I know particularly in my situation you know I've got bills to pay I have to be working um but I'm lucky enough to have a family system that can support me um so you know I know that if I ever do get in a point where I literally cannot work um and cannot support myself I've got that family support which is amazing um but it's it's being realistic with your expectations of yourself if that's not something you have in place maybe it's not full-time uni isn't your thing maybe it's part-time uni so that you can keep up with all the other commitments and there's nothing
0: wrong with doing uni part-time it's just going to take you a little longer yep 100% agreed there's so many part-timers in our course Mm. just because of the layout and how intense it is you have placement etc etc Um, the next point I wanted to touch on is work life balance. And I know we talked about this last week just with burnout, but, and I also mentioned it at the start of the episode, but take time for yourself. Yourself is the one that's going to get you through your degree. No one else. You have a support system around you and you can rely on them, but at the end of the day, it comes down to you and you're the person writing those assignments and you're the person doing that exam. It's it's a lot and your body can only take so much at a time it needs that time to recharge and spend time spend some quality time with the people around you you love and don't fully uh, disassociate I guess from everyone because I guess they're the ones who are gonna help you at a time where you need it you need it yeah but I mean I know I kind of crossed over with what I was saying there but at the same time when we said uni is full-time we mean that and we we also mean that you have to look after yourself in that full-time work Mm.
1: and I think um, just touching on the work-life balance a really good thing that I've started to integrate into my life is in my daily checklist, I don't make it only about uni or only about work. You know, if I want to go to the beach, I'm going to put going to the beach from this time to this time on my daily checklist because having that turn off time is a priority and it needs to be on my priorities list because it's equally as important as getting my assignments done. Do you know what, oh what I, I mean? God,
0: that touches on my next point. Oh, I love how this segue. <laughs> Plan your life out on a calendar. I think... Well, I know that Emma and I both use Apple calendars. We we just put everything in there. It's honestly changed my life. I just recently installed, like, you know, the widget that you can get on your phone? <laughs> yeah, for the calendar. On the home screen. I, I already had that, but I installed it on my boyfriend's phone. And it's amazing. <laughs>
1: Plan yeah.
0: your life out.
1: Yeah, it's so important. And I think as someone who gets a lot of anxiety about missing things, if, what's the saying? It's like fail to prepare or prepare to fail yeah so you always have to know your commitments know them backwards you know have a look at them every day I'm the kind of person that can't only look at my work roster once a month I have to look at it like basically oh every God, day yeah, because same. what if one of those shift changes and I'm late to work and then that that what's the word it compromises my professionalism mm-hmm. you know what I mean so I think To be the kind of person you want to be and be on top of it, you do have to put in the effort and making calendars is like the easiest effort that you can put in Yes, just to make sure you know where you're supposed to be at every time.
0: Just an extra point on that. Please make your due dates clear from the start. Mm. They release – when you get into uni, they release a course outline and on that course outline you have your due dates. Get up a Word document, make a table, put Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday – so on go for 13 weeks or however long your semester is put every single due date on that hang it up on your wall and cross it off as you go Mm. that has been it sounds little but that has been life-changing like and I've I've never been the one to hand in an assignment late like I'm (laughs) just not like that I just stress out but having it also there for your mind to tick it off For you to just leave that now, don't go back, don't think about it, move on to the next one. It's so helpful.
1: And I think that also kind of crosses into one of my tips, which we'll get into my tips later, but it kind of crosses over into mine. Um, When you have those to-do lists and have those calendars, don't don't put everything down as a massive job. Don't be like, I have to do this assignment on this day break it up into small parts, manageable bite-sized pieces. Be like, oh, I have to write body paragraph one or I have to research for body paragraph one or something like that. Don't make write the whole assignment at this time because you're going to procrastinate and you're not going to do it. So it's also being realistic about what you put in your calendar and what you put in your to-do list and understanding the steps that need to be taken to achieve the bigger goals.
0: Yes. And That's so important. I think they do that in high school as Mm -hmm. well. And you might think at the time, like, why on earth do I have to just hand in a body? Well, they're actually teaching you... Really, really good skills. (laughs) to do parts first. Because I know Emma and I just started an assignment, not a group one. It was individual. But we actually found starting on the body was easier than starting on the introduction. And Mm -hmm. it was just because um, the introduction is basically... An overview of what you're about to talk about not in a conclusion sense but in like a very basic sense and we are both over the word limit writers (laughs) so we thought doing the body where we get more marks is more important if you can't tell by the 40 minute podcast (laughs) (laughs) okay this next one is very important basic one keep a copy of the campus map on your phone and save it in your favorites
1: I know this definitely helped me in first year oh Oh my god 100
0: percent. oh my gosh there's so many buildings yeah no I I, and I think
1: we're even at a university that's quite small compared to some bigger city ones so I couldn't even imagine trying to navigate those and those with multiple campuses and blah 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 but the one campus that we're both on it's there's like being able to interpret oh you know level two and room five, you know, it's trying to be able to find that.
0: Yes. The other thing is once you find the building, you've then got to find the room.
1: Yeah. And so- I think that's a great thing for orientation week. <laughs> yes. hundred percent. Well, that's what the whole week's about. It's getting yourself
0: orientated. Go to the course. Oh uh, my God. I mean, the, the- campus walk around. I yep. never did it and no. I regret it because, I mean, I know where each building is now, but I'm like at the first year i i was late to so many classes just trying to find it it's like and that's another good point um
1: something i used in first year is i'd always arrive half an hour before my class so Mm. that i could find the building um that was only for the first three weeks or whatever but it really did help preparedness because you come from a high school where if you stayed there your whole high school life, you've been there. What is it like? Six years mm. that you're in high school? Yeah, five. Yeah, six five, years. five, six yeah. years. Um, and you're so used to that environment, and you know where everything is. And then you're being chucked out into a whole different campus. You're not going to know oh everything. My no one knows everything.
0: And also, there are so many amazing people who just walk around the uni. Just ask them. Like, <laughs> yeah, p- literally. Honestly, like they're probably second years or third years if they just or even a fellow first year make a friend that touches Mm, on my next point um make friends in your classes i can't stress this enough i was in a class where the content was not that engaging at the time (laughs) i have to admit but emma we were randoms so we didn't know each other and we had to do like a group thing or something yeah a group thing yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Just call it a group and we thing. had like a mutual friend as well like wow. i became friends with emma and it's helped us so much and particularly in assessment time mm-hmm. not only you gain an amazing friend at uni or friends but in assessment time, you both can feel the amount, same amount of stress or anxiety or you understand what each other kind of needs at that time. And I, I guess you're both going through the motions.
1: Yeah. And I think not only do they help you when you need it, but they're, it, having a friend at uni is an extra motivator to actually attend your classes. Like if you... Don't. If you're in an environment where you don't feel welcome, you're not going to go there. So making friends in the classes that you have really motivates you. Oh, I might have to go to this really boring class that I don't love, but my friend's going to be there. I'm going to touch on that too
0: because we've recently done a few exams where it's a pass or fail and you will need to repeat it if you don't pass. Yeah, repeat the course. Yes. And they are very overwhelming and that's why we – Recently, just touched on burnout because we were both kind of going through it as well. But, um, Emma, and well, if I didn't pass that course, I would have had to repeat it and then I wouldn't have my friends in those classes. So that's a motivator. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, that's what I was, yeah. So what you said is perfect. Like, it's a motivator.
1: 100%. Yeah. And I've even felt that with a course that we had last semester. I was like, um, it taught me some really good skills but I feel like it was definitely high stakes for the final exam and being pass or fail I was like well I need to pass because then having to repeat it and with our course design I'm a year behind and I didn't necessarily want to do that um especially when I'm committing to a full-time schedule and I don't want to have to Keep compromising for yeah. too long. And you, you know? put in
0: all that time, and it's in the end, you're like, was it worth it? Like, yeah. you've sacrificed all your work, you've sacrificed your time with your partner, you've sacrificed sacri- <laughs> your um, time with your friends. Mm-hmm. Like, you put in so much energy, you want to pass that degree. Yeah. And course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. um Okay. I'm just going to tell you a few tips if the people listening didn't know. There is, most of our um, referencing guidelines are APA 7. This website is amazing. It's, I think it's apastyle.com. Yeah. It's your best friend. Go on it and find the title page set up. It shows you.
1: I love on that website, the student examples. Yeah. So like, even if you don't really understand when they're talking about all the rules, you can look at what the rules applied look like and kind of base your assignment off of theirs
0: yeah yeah that's when you get into uni just write it down just make sure i'm just like a mom yeah. i'm like write <laughs> it down in your bag no but make sure you keep that website because it's helped us so much so that's apastyle.com
1: yeah and i think there's many different websites for yeah. many different references yeah. so just find the one that works for your course
0: okay another thing is you have census dates so these are dates where you can Try the course out, see if you like it. And if you don't, you don't have to pay after this point. So I think it's like three weeks in. I think so. Yeah, Yeah, it's like a three week mark. And before that, you can drop out and not have a fee. So just remember that um, in the future.
1: And I think that realigns with what we were saying a while ago about managing your priorities and like seeing knowing whether the course load is too much for you. You know, you can try it out for three weeks. And if it is too much, don't be afraid to be like, okay, well, I'm going to drop that one. Mm -hmm. If it's not realistic, you don't want to... You'd rather achieve well because you set your priorities right than be just scraping past the four subjects. You know what I mean? And as we
0: said before, you'd rather put that time and effort into something that you're going to pass. And if you don't have the time and if you're not loving the degree... You don't have to stay in the course. Like, there's so many degrees. And I was recently talking to someone who didn't love their degree. And I said, honestly, go find another degree because there's so many out there. And that's the thing. Your degree is going to be
1: your career. Yep. So if you don't like it, you're not going to love your career and you're going to be sad that you wasted all this money and all this time and it's all just going to be a negative feedback. Loop. And I know so. people
0: say that there's a lot of unnecessary uh, subjects at uni and some are in first year, I'll mm. admit. However, they have benefited me down the run- long run. Every single subject I've done has helped me.
1: And I think not only the content of the subject helps, but first year is so helpful for just understanding like what a commitment uni is um you know yeah being able to manage your schedule you know getting all those foundational skills for when you are actually learning um degree specific content yeah yeah
0: yeah In i'll touch on that too because if you're studying occupational therapy you'll go into first year you're going to touch on the basis like basic occupational therapy knowledge it's you don't really learn too much ot specific
1: yeah more allied health health yes.
0: stuff like i that. mean it's really different in every uni and mm. we acknowledge that but um in most cases um they just get you to have a taste of what uni life is like the commitments yeah etc et
1: yeah yeah
0: okay my next tip is get to know your enrollment date and your class selection So your enrolment date is when you enrol in your specific course codes. Once you do that, that's not your class time, so don't worry about your class times yet. The uni will probably release this to you, like all the information, early on. Pop in your calendar, write it down, because people get on at eight o'clock. Ours is usually eight o'clock, and everyone is on at the same time, trying to get the best uni times because. You want to get your uni classes all in, like, if you can, three days so that you can work and have that work-life balance on the other days. That's my biggest tip. Try and use, like, our uni has a planner yeah. online. Try and put your courses in there. Plan out your, um, your class times. Print it out. Have it ready. And you just get on that computer. And, and you just follow a plan. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Exactly. And I
1: think... Along that same line, make sure that you make your calendar available for Monday at eight AM when that class selection opens. Because you're gonna, if you aren't available, and you jump on at ten AM, you're gonna get the classes that nobody wanted. Mm -hmm. Your schedule is gonna be all over the place. So you really have to understand that that's the biggest priority. You know, if you have work, try and take it off because that's what you're for. And again, goes back to the your full time uni. You know, that's your biggest
0: priority. So. Yep. Be ready at 8am to get on and get the classes because they run out and you'll get the classes that aren't that great. You know,
1: I do know some other unis don't do class selections. They do class preferencing. Mm. Um, I can't really speak on that too much because I don't know anything about it. Yeah, we're not familiar (laughs) with that. But um, I think along the same lines, be prepared for
0: if you don't get your top preferences, what are you going to do to adapt to that? Yeah. And yeah. just to recap, you have a census date, which is usually at the three-week mark. You have your enrolment date, which is applying in your specific course codes. Don't worry about class times yet. It'll usually come on later. But in your class times, be ready at 8 a.m. to get the classes that you want. And the way you can do that is plan out your classes on the planner online.
1: Yeah, and at our uni, I don't know Yeah, I'm not unis, sure about
0: other unis, but usually like... I know I'm familiar with my partner's uni. They have a similar structure. Cool. Yeah, cool.
1: yeah. Um, and ooh, I was going to touch on something along
0: that. I completely forgot. We'll come back to it later. <laughs> okay. And the last tip I have is to be comfortable with meditation. Mm. Um, I know meditation is not for everyone, and meditation can look different for everyone. It can actually just be going for a walk, mm. and listening to like the peace. Fullness yeah. of the birds. It doesn't, the, um. no, yeah, it doesn't have to be the whole No, yeah, we're holding it. it doesn't have to be like yoga style or yeah. anything, but be it, comfortable with meditation.
1: And I think I wouldn't necessarily say that I practice meditation too much, but I do practice mindfulness. And, you know, y- y- for me, that's when I'm driving in my car, it's not listening to a podcast, I'm not listening to any music, it's being there within my own thoughts. And you'll be surprised by the, like, amount of thoughts that can occupy your brain that you didn't know you have, and you're analyzing your own situations. Like, it's, I definitely recommend just being comfortable with being by yourself in a quiet space. All
0: right, Emma, let's get into it. All right, I'm happy to. Um, so, ooh,
1: my first top tip is to get comfortable with comparison and imposter syndrome. Ooh. So... Um, I think to touch on the comparison part, I think um, I can easily find myself comparing myself to others. But I think in uni, that's a really good thing because it, at least for me, back on the point we were talking about making friends, it pushes you to try better. You know, like when you're comparing yourself to other people and other people's work, it can get you down, but also it can be like, well, they're, you know, they've got all these commitments as well and they're still doing well, I better get myself into shape, you know what I mean? And then in terms of imposter syndrome, I think it's a very common experience. Um, And for those who don't know, it's just kind of feeling not like you belong in the space that you're in. Um, And I think for occupational therapy, because it is such a diverse career path, it's easy to feel like you don't know everything and be scared by the amount that you don't know. But just get comfortable with that and be inspired by that. Um, Use that to push yourself to learn more. Um, And I think a great perspective to have on university is they're going to teach you the core skills, but it's up to yourself to go beyond that. You know what I mean? Yes. And even with just with us doing this podcast, we're having to do research for posts, Mm -hmm. research for um, episodes um, and just getting comfortable with going beyond what uni is teaching you
0: so yeah, that you can feel I, more I think welcome. that touches on like looking after yourself as you're the one um doing the work I think that's um what I mean by that is as I said before you're the one doing the assignments at the end of the day mm-hmm. and you're the one doing the exams no one else is going to do it for you and yeah. you have to do it in the end in order to pass the subject so 100% um, you are there for a reason and you made occupational therapy your choice of a degree. Like you definitely deserve to be there. Just yeah. keep reminding yourself. And if you're
1: not doing OT, you know, sub- um, substitute that for yeah. whatever you're doing, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. speech pathology, whatever you're doing. Um, yeah.
0: This information can be transparent for any degree really. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, my next point is kind of going along. I have a lot to do with others in uni. Um, Because I think that's my biggest adaptation that I've had to go through. Um, And my next tip is that it's okay to ask for and accept help. You know what I mean? No one's going to look down on you because like I know just yesterday I was talking to Paris and I was like, I don't get this assignment. Can you please help? And she was able to help. um, And it didn't like she just shared some notes that she had for me and it really, really helped. And it's made it so much easier to get started on that assignment. And no one looks down on you because you don't understand a concept.
0: No. And as we said before, your peers are there to help you. And I mean, every single OT student I've met, they're the most caring people Mm -hmm. and they will help you. They will like, we have a group chat for every OT Mm -hmm. student in our course and they're so supportive. (laughs) you'll be surprised like if you need help ask for it
1: yeah I love when people mention that group chat because um I actually started it oh my god (laughs) yeah and um I remember right after um high school no one was going to the same university that I was going to so I was like top priority better make friends yeah so I started that um to make friends and it's just blossomed into such a great thing where everyone shares um shares tips for each other and it's just so cool to see all of that. Yeah, another yeah.
0: tip, make a group chat make if your uni chat. doesn't have oh, one. Oh my god. Make a group chat. <laughs> Follow in Emma's footsteps. <laughs> yeah, just
1: be like me. Yeah. Um and then along that same line, I also wrote that it's okay to give your help to others. I think in the my first year I was very protective about my own work and I was very much like I don't want someone to get a good grade. Because yeah. they're copying me, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I was very, I was struggling with that a lot. But I think coming into where I'm at now, you know, a whole year later, almost going into third year, we're all in this together. Like, don't be very protective over your stuff because, you know, you're a bigger person if you can yeah. share help.
0: Um, just on that as well, just remember, don't give um, too much information. Yes. Like, word, <laughs> word for your friends because of academic integrity. 100%. and. I know every uni is huge on this. You get penalised if your friends copy word for word. But everyone who I've shared my notes to, anyone would just rephrase it anyway. Because yeah, yeah, and like just choose your people, I guess, and don't give word for word.
1: Yeah, don't you don't have to send your assignment to someone to help them. Don't do that. (laughs) You you can be like, oh well from what the teacher said this is what I interpreted and just kind of take them along your thought process yeah yeah Yeah. 100%
0: yeah sorry I just had to mention that because I know that's a huge point in uni academic integrity you'll do all your modules and everything so yeah another point for uni you'll have to do that
1: a thousand percent yeah and academic integrity is so important like it's because it's the difference between you graduating, you not graduating. You know what I mean? Yeah, so and that's
0: what we touched on before. You need to get familiar with referencing guides, and that's yeah. why we shared the APA style website. So yeah, yeah,
1: get on it, get on it. Um, and actually, when you're doing those modules, take it in. You mm. know, because if you have to you, do it again as well, yeah. If you do something that's against academic integrity, that's a massive penalty. so you have to really understand the consequences yeah the consequences and the importance of all of that i really liked not to toot my own horn but i really liked this next point (laughs) um is to is to work on your critical thinking as a skill so in assignments that you do and it'll only get harder throughout the remainder of your course critical thinking is like what they're looking for in assignments if you can weigh up the pros and cons, you know, if you can consider different evidence and evaluate the validity, you know what I mean? Like critical thinking is so important. So something I've tried to do in my life is if I see maybe like an interesting opinion online, something I might not necessarily agree with or something even I do agree with, it's being able to practice the skills to critically think about that topic, be aware of my own opinion on that topic and be aware of the reasons I have to back that up. Yep. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. And just don't take everything at face value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. My next point is the library. I love the library.
0: <laughs> Emma loves the library. Yeah.
1: I know starting uni, I did not like the library. Mm. I was like, I can do all my work at home, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But there's just something so amazing about going into the library and doing work. And at our university, we even have the option to book out rooms. And I think that's so good. Book out a room with your friends um, and work on an assignment together. On that, working on an assignment with friends is, in my opinion, so much better than doing it alone. Because you will be so much more productive than you think you will. Mm -hmm. Because you have that person there that's in the same boat as you. That you can bounce ideas off. Yes, of. you and know, on obviously, that point as
0: well. They probably heard something extra that you didn't even know you need to in- include in your assignment. So, it's super helpful. I think our main point from this whole episode is to make friends at uni, <laughs> <laughs> definitely.
1: And I think um, you can do you can bounce your ideas off of others without compromising academic integrity. You know, and it's being able to. To work on your professionalism to do that. And that those are important skills that you'll need through your career. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Even just making use of your libraries. I know our library um has like an online platform which has access to, you know, scanned copies of books, journal articles, yes. everything like that. Yep. Make use of that. Um, because it's there for a reason and I think it's very dated now to go into the library and actually look at the books. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's still something to be said about using the library's resources.
0: Yeah. And on that, the library usually offers a citation tool as well, like on the actual, so you click on the book or whatever you're doing mm. and they actually show you like how to reference. You might need to alter a few things just yes. depending on your um, style. Yeah. But I think
1: it's good to use that, but also good to review it, you yes. Know?
0: Oh yeah. Use it and use it then and review it. Look
1: and make sure it's correct. Yeah. And making sure that those references are correct
0: will work on your own
1: referencing skill.
0: Yeah, that's all the tips that I had. Beautiful. Well, I hope everyone has taken some tips from us today, and we've enjoyed sharing our tips. It's taken us a while to gather these tips, yeah. just because we wanted to give you the best tips to take away and. I know when I started first year, it was so overwhelming. I didn't know what I was doing. And I mean, they gave us a call, but we didn't even like really have a familiarity. For blah, blah, blah.
1: We were um, used to everything being done for us in high yeah. school. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, get to know your course outline and get to know, um, as I said before, your enrollment date, your class selection time, your census date. And any other information like your course map, I mean, your course map, your (laughs) campus map, map. (laughs) um, anything like that is going to help you in the long run just for preparedness and time management and professionalism. Mm.
1: And those skills are all so important for your career. That's what it always comes back to.
0: Cool. Thanks for joining in today with us guys yeah
1: make sure to keep an eye out for upcoming posts everything like that we post some really cool resources on our instagram and facebook pages and that is at o2b and ot okay
0: bye Bye.